Welcome to The Well Woman Show, where we interview women executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you're listening to The Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to The Well Woman Show. Take time for myself by coming to things like Well Woman Drinks. To be accepting of myself no matter what. Step away from judgment as much as possible. You're listening to The Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I don't regret anything. Everything I've ever done, I've learned from it, one way or another, good or bad. Being a little bit selfish for yourself, you know, put your own oxygen mask on first and then give what's left. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to The Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of The Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Are you feeling burned out or finding it hard to focus on your goals, or are you in transition? Well, you're not alone. We all need to activate our superpowers. These are the internal strengths and abilities we all already have, but don't use all the time. Superpowers can be cultivated, and they include empathy, love, intuition, courage, and more. As always, this episode is brought to you by Well Woman Life, a global community of women living our best lives. Whether it's your health, relationships, your money, or making an impact in your community and the world, Well Woman Life has you covered. You've made a commitment to not settle, to use your voice, and to live your best life. Well Woman Life offers annual memberships, workshops, and retreats to support you. Check out wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join our growing community. Now back to the show. I'm speaking with Helen Dorado de Maestas, and welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. So um, as people heard in the introduction, we're celebrating our 100th episode of the podcast by talking to listeners of the show and also members of the Well Woman community. And Helen is both. And um, she is also the owner of Zen Mama Running and Zen Mama Runner. And um, (laughs) she's a yoga instructor and does all kinds of things. She also just recently took a very um, exciting new opportunity. And she's the deputy director of constituent services for the new mayor of Albuquerque. And so that's super exciting. Congratulations on that. Thanks so much. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Um, So Helen, I want to ask you um, just to reflect a little bit with me on um, what is a, what is a well woman to you? What what does that mean for you? (sighs) I think that a well woman um, is somebody who uh, remembers to take care of herself um, as well as, um, you know, trying to fulfill all of these other roles that we play in life. Um, because I think it's so easy for ourselves to kind of get lost in taking care of everybody else. So, um, just remembering to, to, you know, nurture ourselves to do things that, um, we love and that kind of feed our souls. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely. And when we don't do that, we tend to lose ourselves and yes. um, we develop, um, you know, health problems or depression or different things. So what or we're anger issues or what? 
Yeah. <laughs> Anger issues. <laughs> Resentments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's definitely one of the m- things that we focus on a lot in the well woman community is um, supporting women to really not just say I need to take care of myself, but really have the tools to do it and right. to prioritize it, right? Right. Um, and so, what has what's your experience been with listening to the Well Woman Show as far as like mm-hmm. supporting that for you? Um, well, I, I started listening maybe a year and a half ago, um, and really listening to one of your interviews, I think it was with Kate Erickson, um, one of your guests and, you know, her story just really resonated with me. And I was kind of at a time in my life and in my career where I was thinking about making a change. And so really after listening to that interview, I was like, I'm doing it. You know, I'm leaving my job and I'm going to take time to really indulge in and um, follow this passion, this idea that I had for um, teaching yoga and leading hikes and walks and trying to get other people um, to be healthy. And so that's what I did. And so I spent the last year um, really doing that and then continuing to listen to the podcasts um, and just taking courage and encouragement from your guests um, and to keep me going, (laughs) you know, because um, as you know, um, heading into uh, entrepreneurship and small business ownership um, can be lonely and challenging and scary and, um, So it was great to just say, God, you know, I really need some encouragement today and I can listen to any one of these podcasts and, um, you know, get some support and some ideas and remember that I'm not alone and other people struggle, um, but they find their way. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, And so after you listened to that episode and you Mm -hmm. made that decision to make Mm -hmm. make a shift, is that when you enrolled in a yoga teacher training course or had you already done that? Um, I had already done that um, the year prior. And so, you know, I'd kind of just been sitting on it, thinking about like, where do I want to go with this and what do I want to do with it? And um, I had been thinking, I'm also a runner. um, And so that was one of the things that led to my pursuing a yoga teacher training um, was to help other runners because we tend to just want to run and not, not stretch and um, then kind of fall into a cycle of injury. And so, you know, it was like, what, how can I do this? How can I take this yoga practice and now this teacher training um, and help other people like me? I mean, in my head, it was other runners. Um, and so, um, yeah, it kind of like helped me launch, you know, in my own head. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, definitely. And then fast forward now, you've been running your business for a while and for, yeah. You were presented with this opportunity to go work for this exciting new administration. Right. And so, but that's a big decision to then shift it gears is. again. Right. Right. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I had left my job, um, goodness, maybe 
had made the decision um, just before the last election, the last presidential election, um, to do this. Um, and um, after the election, I was kind of like, oh, wow, you know, I'm kind of leaving my job, which had been a policy job. Um, working for um, a county commissioner, doing really great, exciting work. Um, and so while I was doing my yoga and hiking and running this past year, I'd also been thinking, you know, I, I miss the policy work and the opportunity to do that kind of, um, you know, big impact on people's life um, through policy. Um, and, you know, so kind of like feeling torn, um, about, uh, having left a position where I could make that kind of difference, um, given the current political climate. So, so when this opportunity came up now, it was like, well, here's that chance again you know, to make a difference in people's lives and to be a part of a really exciting um, administration and big change for our city. Um, It was also a big change for our family because I haven't worked a full-time job in 10 years. So um, I've been able to stay home a lot and, um, you know, my previous jobs were part-time and so I had a lot of flexibility. but just personally, I felt like it was it was time. It was time to really commit myself to something, um, and I thought that this, you know, this was a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, definitely. So, and <clears throat> how do you? How are you making sure? What are you putting in place in your life to make sure mm-hmm. that you can? maintain your own well-being while taking on this enormously big job? (laughs) Um, So I plan to continue my yoga teacher teaching. um, And, um, you know, one thing that I've kind of started to do, and in fact, plan to, you know, make a bigger commitment to it this week, um, is inviting other people to walk with me um, downtown. Um, you know, during my lunch break. Um, So I kind of reach out to friends and say, hey, let's plan to walk, um, you know, on Monday for an hour. And so for me, um, if I invite somebody else to do something with me, I'm more likely to stick to it. There's accountability Um, there. Yeah, exactly. And even if they don't show up, Yeah, you're already ready to go. Yeah, exactly. So um, I love that. I do that with um, walking meetings. I have, uh uh, I keep a certain amount of time in the mornings, like four mornings a week for walk with me meetings. Right. And so that's great. I love it. Yeah, if people and it doesn't work for every kind of meeting. But um, if if people want to meet and work on something, I just have them sign up for a walk with me slot. And then Um, They come along and we walk around the park (laughs) and we talk and you actually do a lot of great thinking when you're moving. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, And another thing that I, I did, um, I did it last year and I've just signed up again and have a few girlfriends who've signed up to do it with me um, is this um, challenge where you 
uh, commit to walking in this year, it'll be 2018 miles. Um, and so we, as a team, um, commit to doing that and kind of divvy it up. So, you know, each of us walks something like 700 miles, um, a year. And so they send you the medal right away. And (laughs) so I hang mine up so that I can see it every day and remember that I've made that commitment, um, and, you know, have to get out and walk at least a mile or two every day in order to make that mileage by the end of the year. Oh, that's so cool. What's the program called? Um, it's called, what is it called? Run the, I'll have to look it up. It's like, yeah, I'll let you know. Send it to me. We'll put it in the show notes for the the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a great thing. Yeah. That's super exciting. Okay. What about meal planning and like family, you know, family meals? Because you have a daughter, you have a husband. Yep. Yep. I do. And we'd love to eat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, it gets challenging, but I do try to make, um, you know, one or two things over the weekend that we can enjoy throughout the week. Um, and I just got an instant pot. And so I'm really loving that for making, um, yeah, like a roast or soups or, you know, beans or whatever that we can just quickly turn to throughout the week and not have to eat out every night. Yeah. Yeah. I love, love my instant pot. This is definitely not a, um, an endorsement or like a sales thing for Instant right. Pot. Right. No, 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 no. It is, has been so incredibly helpful for me and my family yeah. because it's just so incredibly easy and fast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And, you know, so I turn to Pinterest or other friends for recipe ideas and stuff. Okay. So, so yeah. let's talk about favorite Instant Pot recipes just for a second. I, okay. I'll give you a second to think about yours. Mine okay. right now is... I just made bone broth with an oh. I get an organic chicken because I like uh-huh. eat organic. Um, and then roast the chicken, have that one night, and then the next day mm-hmm. put the whole leftover bones and everything in the instant pot okay. with some carrots and onions and spices. And then it literally takes two hours on um, in the instant pot to make the bone broth, whereas it would take you know, hours and hours, all day, two days right. to cook it right. in, in a regular on the stove. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then you can use the broth for making your soups and whatever you want, putting it, right. I, I try to put it in my kids' food so that they get some nutrition. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so that's what I'm loving. What about you? Um, so we love um, carnitas. Mm. Um, so it's like a pulled pork um dish. And so normally in the slow cooker, right, it would be like an all day job, like eight hours, um, which is great because you can walk away and leave it alone. Right. But sometimes you just feel like some carnitas um, and you don't have eight hours to wait. And so um, I found a recipe, you know, you just season it how you would normally um, and um, put it in the instant pot and 45 minutes later, it is super tender and juicy. You pop it in, um, shred it, and put it in the bro- under the broiler in your oven for five minutes, and it's Ooh. perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. 
Good. Okay. <laughs> Lots of good tips here. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is turning out to be the episode in which we talk about tools for going back to work. Yeah. When, when you haven't been at a job um, you've been doing your own thing, independent, lots of flexibility, and now you're going to a job with pretty rigid hours, right? I mean, you yes. have to be there. Yes. Right. You're like, oh, you're you're in charge of a lot of different things with constituent yeah. services, boards and commissions, all this stuff. Yep. Um, and so the transition of that and what, what kinds of things you can put in place to make sure you right. take care of yourself and your family the way you want to. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, another thing that we had to think about was um, my husband travels a lot. Um, and my daughter is in dance class and violin class after school. Um, and so, you know, just as soon as this opportunity popped up, and I was thinking about, you know, I really want to do it. But, you know, we have all these other things going on in our lives. Um, so I immediately reached out to um, several girlfriends whose kids also dance with mine and, you know, whose families go to our school and said, you know, I want to do this. And can I call on you to help me um, when I need it? And, you know, everybody was really excited and very supportive and said, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I have my backup plan so that if my husband's not here and I can't get to it. I can call somebody. Yeah. So that's so important to know when to ask for help and then to ask right. for that support. And right. uh, most people are really willing to help out. And I also think yeah. that we tend not to do that as much in this culture to, uh, to rely mm -hmm. on other people. We think we have to do it right. all ourselves. And we, as women, we definitely find it difficult to delegate some of those nurture tasks. Like, yeah, we think, oh, no, I have to be the one to take my daughter to dance, or I have to be the one to cook all the meals. No, right. you don't. You don't. The, right. Your daughter's going to be fine. She's actually going to have fun going to dance class now and again with a friend. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just <laughs> letting some of that go, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Helen, mm -hmm. let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk to you. If if you are interested, we'll do one of our live consulting sessions here. Mm -hmm. And I'll walk you through what that is. Um, basically, I want you to think about a challenge that you currently have. And I'll just give you a little bit of background for listeners. With the Well Woman Life Framework, we think of our lives in three domains. So there's the personal the professional and the public mm -hmm. domain. So personal is your family, your health, um, your relationships, and professional is your career and your education, mm -hmm. um, your business, and public is your service, your community work, your um, volunteer boards, maybe you're running for office, that, that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I want you to think about a challenge that you currently face, like your greatest challenge right now in one of those domains. Hmm. And you can share as much or as little about that actual mm -hmm. challenge as you want. You don't have to, mm -hmm. but um, you can if you want. And then uh, I'll ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Well, I mean, I think it is probably, it straddles the personal professional, right? I mean, just like we were talking, I've made this huge change. And so I think that one of the things that I carry with me and struggle with is 
maybe the guilt, right? Like this idea of, oh, I can't be there always. Or, you know, you've all, always had me available to you. And now, you know, for my daughter, I'm speaking, mm -hmm. or I guess for my family, right? Like, um, and maybe I can't be there um, as much as I used to. And I know you're going to be fine, um, but we still kind of carry that guilt, I think, as, as mothers and caregivers um, about missing yes. something. Yes. Okay. So, Great. That's yeah. a good one. Um, <laughs> that's a big one. And that's one yeah. that a lot of people struggle with. <laughs> so let's, let me ask you this. Um, thinking about your own internal superpowers and that those can be lots of different things. But for this particular mm -hmm. exercise, think of superpowers as being self-love, self-care, and mm -hmm. self-acceptance. And so thinking about your own superpowers in that way, mm -hmm. um, on a scale of one to 10, what is your current experience of those superpowers as they relate to this particular challenge? Hmm. <laughs> huh. so you can think of it in terms oh, of your yeah. self-love your self-care or your self-acceptance well i mean i i think maybe in accepting it right it's like accepting that i can be more um than I have been, I guess, mm -hmm. um, you know, like we have greater capacity. Um, and I probably haven't been maximizing my own capacity. And so, you know, what I'm doing is, is making me grow, um, which is great. Um, and I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel like I have to give myself that space. Um, yeah to, to do that. So on a mm -hmm. scale of one to 10, one being really <laughs> low, uh -huh. 10 being really high, what would you rate your current experience of your own superpowers related to this challenge? Hmm. I don't know, maybe a six. Okay. And I would, I would guess that it, it is, um, that it is a challenge that it might be a little lower than that. If you're having this guilt feeling, you know, mm -hmm. because that, mm -hmm. that usually happens if we're not, not fully there with the self love and the self acceptance, but right. um, that could be something that you think about. So anyway, yeah. do you want to say six? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then Switching gears to this idea that we have external supports in our lives mm -hmm. related to any challenge that we might have. Right. We, there are external right. supports like your family, your husband, your, mm -hmm. your work, your new work schedule, um, right. the community, all of the uh, friends and, and all of these right. things. Right. Um, external supports can also include policies and systems. I mean, it's sort of everything external outside of you. Mm -hmm. um, so on a scale of one to 10, one being low and 10 being very high, what's your current experience of those external supports related to this challenge? 
Huh. You know, that's really interesting because I think um, in my head, right, when I think about them, like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Right. In my head, it's probably like a four or a three. But when I step outside of that and really look and really ask and communicate my needs, it's probably more like an eight. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So that's an interesting point you just made. So before you take action, it's a three or a four. But once you reflect on what you need to ask for, then it's more like an eight. So you've made that shift to actually correct that and really address that challenge just right by working through it already. Yeah. So, um, so that's so interesting. So let's look at um, the way those two things interact. So the way the interaction, the intersection of your superpowers and your supports. Mm -hmm. So if your superpowers are at a six, and your um, let's look at both versions and your supports are like a three or a four, you would be in what we call the um, uh, looking at my key here in the active stage, which is um, a time of great transition mm-hmm. and a lot of big decisions being made. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just for everybody listening, this is when you have like you're, you're, she's at a number six in superpowers, but a three or a four in supports. And so that lands her in the stage, in the very active stage, which is a stage of transition. And um, so a lot of times we um, are here when we have a lot, uh, we've done a lot of work on ourselves. We're, we're doing pretty well with our self-care, but we have a lot of changes going on and a lot of decisions and a lot of um, new things happening and a lot of action that we're taking. Um, And so this, what we say in this stage is that your the superpower that you're trying to activate here is um, action, leaping, like taking the leap, right? And so Mm -hmm. you're, you're obviously doing that. And so if we look at the other number that you gave the eight, you would actually be in a different stage because your supports are much higher at an eight. Mm -hmm. You would be in the stage that we call receptive, which is the stage of flow and like things are really functioning pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a, a stage of where there's a lot of love, like you're loving yourself, you're able to give other people love. In mm-hmm. not just in your family, but in your job and just everything. Right. And um, so it's a it's very different to see how it shifted for you just by um, addressing some of those supports mm-hmm. that you already have by, right. by asking for what you need, right? Right. Um, so that was right. a big one. So any reflections on that? Hmm. I think it's taken time to, to be able to, um, ask for help, you know, and, and I still sometimes get stuck in that low, you know, oh, I, I, I have to do it all by myself, or I need to figure this out, or what am I, what am I going to do when this happens? 
and to then like go back and say, oh, but I can ask for help Mm -hmm. and I can, you know, people at my work are very supportive and we all want to see one another succeed and do well and, um, you know, be happy. And so they're going to support me. And I know that, you know, so it's like trying to keep myself from falling back into this mode of, I need to do it all. And remembering that I do have support. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And asking for the help when you need it. Yeah. And not just from other people, but from your daughter, probably she'll probably have to do a little bit more for herself and your husband and everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so considering you're now in the, in the flow phase Mm -hmm. stage, um, which we call receptive. So Mm -hmm. you're able to, um, give and receive everything's flowing pretty well. The key in this stage is to maintain that. Right. Right. Because the stage after that, guess what that is? What? Burnout. <laughs> the stage after that is burnout. <laughs> so what you're what you want to do is not get into burnout, right? Right. And right. so maintaining your flow, which is your high level of superpowers mm-hmm. and your high level of supports, is going to keep you in that flow state. Right. And as soon as we um go a little lower on our uh superpowers because that's what usually happens when we're in flow. We're like so excited. We're doing everything. Um, Things are going really well. We've got a lot going on. Um, We start forgetting to maintain. So we Mm -hmm. drop some of the meditation. We don't do our yoga as much. We're not eating as healthy because we're so busy. And that plummets us right into burnout. And we've all been there. Definitely. Um. So, yeah, I would say some of the tools for you in your toolbox are definitely to really focus on and prioritize your self-care. Yeah. And your supports, keeping those, you know, nurturing those relationships and making sure that you're doing, if you do a gratitude practice, I would say, well, if you don't, I would say definitely start one while you're in this stage. If you already have one, definitely keep it up. Yeah. Do you do a gratitude practice? Um, not regularly. I mean, I do try to remember, right? Like, and to uh, every day just remind myself that I have a lot to be grateful for yeah. um, and a lot of people to be thankful for in my life. So, but I mean, I don't like write it down or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. wanted to, um, I would say maybe write three things down every day, just Mm -hmm. jot them down. It doesn't have to take a long time, but it just keeps you in that state of gratitude so that you don't Mm -hmm. get into that burnout phase because we don't don't want you to burn out, Helen. (laughs) Yeah. I'm only just getting started, Giovanna. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of positive. You're in a great, great stage and there's a lot of positive stuff going on for you. And um, yeah, yeah, it's about really keeping that up. Right, right. (laughs) Cool. Is your family listening to this? Yeah. (laughs) Hi, family. (laughs) So, um, well, great. So any, um, any last reflections or questions about the exercise we just did? 
No, I think it's great to, you know, kind of take a step back and, and think about uh, where I'm at right now, um, which is, um, you know, exciting and also kind of unexpected and <laughs> um, a big leap. So it is a big time of change and transition um, for me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, okay. And for listeners, you can download the framework that we just talked about, the actual picture of the wheel, so you can see what stage mm. you're in. Okay. And you can download that um, either if you're looking at the video, it's under the video, or if you're on the podcast, it's in the show notes. So um, definitely uh, check that out. And Helen, it's been such a pleasure talking to you today and having Thank you on the you. show. Thank you. It's been great. And I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on 100 episodes of The Well Woman Show. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. All right. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your Well Woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join us. Our monthly live event, Well Woman Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women, leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Woman Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.